you have your regular job mm. and you want to have a side hustle as a podcasting. Let's just who say. doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't? Let's just say. So everybody wants side hustle, right? So mm -hmm. your side hustle is podcasting. And let's say if you get five hundred dollars mm -hmm. a month from your side hustle, mm -hmm. would that number motivate motivate you to continue? Oh, hundred percent. Hello, everybody. This is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur and a proud owner of Simple Podcast Cloud, a platform that gives podcasters the ability and the freedom to host unlimited everything shows, episode, bandwidth, the whole nine yard. And we are here for podcaster. And as I always say, our platform is from podcaster for podcaster. And speaking of podcaster, we have another amazing podcaster who is going to help you get started podcasting if you're already there or if you're doing it for a while. He's gonna share some amazing tips with you that is going to revolutionize your podcasting experience. So without any further ado, let's get this party started with my main man, Red. Red, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and we'll see where it goes. Well, first, I, I gotta say, you kinda like, talked a lot about me right there and i don't know if i'm gonna be able to live up to that <laughs> we're we gonna see what happens we're gonna try i'm gonna try my best all um, right cool but yeah uh name's jamie but i go by red obviously uh podcast host red's ramblings um family man father husband you know all that kind of good stuff work a regular job do this for fun um and yeah again don't know what all i'm gonna be able to teach people you know, I'm fairly new to this. I think I started in March, I want to say. Um, but I've definitely learned a lot through f from where I started to where I am now, for sure. Learning every day, you know, it's, that's all you can do is just try and improve in every way you can. Oh, that's the best way to go. And man, I love your modesty. I know when we start talking about it, you're like, I know this. And most people are like, I don't know this. Like, what are you talking about? And then you are truly appreciate your modesty. So tell me, like, how did you actually got into this wonderful world of podcasting? Well, I listened to a few. You know, I think that's how a lot of us start. You know, we listen to them and, you know, it's it's. It's like with a lot of things, when you watch something, whether it be like a sport or something, a lot of people are like, well, I can do that too. And to where you normally can't, like, I love basketball. I can't play NBA, NBA level. You know, I would love to. Yeah, you know, that'd be a dream or something. But I'm no, I'm not that good. But when it comes to podcasting, it, you know, it's, it's not. It's talking, essentially. It's recording, you know, views that you have either of yours and, and sharing those with other people. And with it being something that you do yourself, you don't need like a company to come behind and say, Hey, I got you. You know, I can help you out. We're, we're with you. It's if you want to do it, there's nothing stopping you. You need a camera. Heck, you can use your phone. You know, I, I use my phone a lot. Everyone's got a smartphone these days almost. Right. And that's really all you need uh, a smartphone, internet connection, and boom, that's it. Literally, it is one of those things that literally anybody can do. And it's not a lot of things that are like that. So listen to a lot of them. And then, yeah, you get that feeling like, well, I got some views. I got some opinions that I think other people will appreciate. Right. Um, it's definitely a way to learn. You know, you reach out like like me and you right now never knew each other before this. Probably never would have known each other without this. Um, so you meet a lot of people. You learn a lot of things. You, you see other cultures. 
because especially for me with mine, I speak to people from like all over the world. Right. You know, I, I got one tomorrow with a guy in, over in London. Uh, I did one with a lady in Japan. So you learn a lot. You, you, you see a lot. And it's it's one of the coolest things about where technology is right now. You know, yeah, when Internet came, you know, you could essentially learn stuff from all over the world. Right. But now it's to the point where you can talk face to face, essentially, with people from all over the world as well. So it's it's a whole new medium that I don't I'm just enjoying, really. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to, you know, be on some top tier, you know, company pod like, you know, Spotify sponsor or anything like that. I don't care about that either, though. It's just like the ability to learn so many new things and talk to so many people that in itself is just so unique and, and is really what's keeping me going. Man, you hit it right on the head. <laughs> like literally because I think when you, when you said the ability to learn that mm. alone itself, sometimes it's more than money. I oh, feel like definitely. Yes. Because if you can, what I really love about this podcast and thing, if you ask somebody for advice, an expert or something, I just mm. need you five minutes. They will not even give you a minute of yeah. the day. If you yeah. say, hey, I have a podcast show, come on it. They give you a yeah. whole hour plus and you can dissect yeah. the hell out of their brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Um, just like that, when you can just talk to people and like get their opinions on stuff. Or again, again, like like with mine, I, I reach out to people from all over around the world and I'll, I'll do, you know, a few hours of research beforehand and like I'll talk to my wife like, babe, did you know this place has that? I'm like, no. I was like, I didn't either. I, didn't, I just learned that. That is so cool. I can't wait to ask him or her about this. Right. And I'll have that conversation. I'm just like sitting there like, please tell me more. Tell me more. Like, I know this is my show, but you, it's, it's yours right now. I just want to know more. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. I have been on a, some... I'm, been on a both side of the fence, obviously, mm -hmm. where I interview people like yourself, an expert, and then all myself, people who uh, found me as an expert mm -hmm. to interview me. So it's like a give and take, and it's been like a really rewarding and pleasurable and amazing experience. So yes. tell me all the people that you have interviewed, any of them that really stood out for you. They were like, oh my God, because of this, I'm going to continue okay. podcasting. I would say two stick out with me. Def definitely two. Okay. I'll even go as far as three right now. Um, but I've, I've, speaking to, I've spoken to a lady down in Ecuador, a lady from Monterey, Mexico, uh, two brothers. Oh, so I, I mean, I can really just point on all right, of them because right, right. I'm still friends with a, a majority of them. I, heck, I, I think I do talk to all of them every now and then. But one ones that I stay close with are the two brothers from Liverpool in, in over in there in London, mm -hmm. um, John and Matthew Reynolds. Shout out to them because they're 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 cool. They he had John has his own podcast and he's into you know the film of history and, and literature and his podcast is Art Imitates Life, and he, he talks to people about you know like if they're an artist or a painter or a musician, what their you know th their products the thing that they create would be music art or whatever how that comes from their life experiences and stuff like that right and then there's probably umvesh umvesh umapadye from india over in lucknow i spoke with him 
a young kid, a journalist, I want to say mid-20s he was, or is, excuse me, and extremely bright, extremely bright future ahead of this kid. He was talking about, you know, for being mid-20s, I don't know how the education system is over there in India. Sounds a lot better than it, than it was for me growing up. Um, but the, he, he knew a, a, a very fair amount of ancient Indian culture, like from all the temples and ruins and, and religions they have over there. So even he, he was fascinated with their space technology, like the um, um, space program that they have, Isaro, I think I think it was. He knew a lot about that. He's, he's really big into where Indian space technology goes into the future. And be, him being a journalist, he has he has ways to reach out to various people over, over there. His, he recently spoke with, I don't remember how the guy's name was pronounced, but he started the Indian Film Project, which was essentially like a film festival over there in India, and one of the biggest ones they have. And this little, you know, from, from how I'm, I'm perceiving it, this is young 20-something-year-old reaching out to big-name guys like that, showcasing, you know, everything India has to, has to offer. And right. I'm just in awe of what he's doing at such a young age. You know, granted, I'm not that old either. I'm only 30. But I wasn't that ambitious as, as a middle, you know, mid-20s. I don't know. Nowhere near like that. And then my most one of my most recent ones was with a lady down in Australia extremely vibrant woman very articulate loved where she's she's originally from london living down there in australia we just had a good time talking you know some it's probably one of the main things that i've realized in doing this is again i'm i'm from the states i'm from south carolina right born and raised in the south and it's amazing that even when you speak with people from literally other side of the planet, you're way different, obviously. You grew up whole different lifestyle, but we're still so similar. Yeah, obviously we're humans. We know that. But even just stuff that, that wouldn't wouldn't hit you off the bat that you realize that that kid's just like me. A few years younger, a few years older, grew up totally different than I did. But you're still so much alike. It's that that part, that connection is still amazing. Definitely, man. And you know, one of the one thing that I absolutely hit home for me, and I literally learned that after podcasting, interviewing, mm-hmm. giving an interview and things like, which I didn't even recognize before, is like your mindset is mm-hmm. the most important thing mm-hmm. if you want to run a business in terms of not only just business, your personal life, anything in sales, yes. like how you look at things. So talk me, talk to me a little bit about that. Has that ever, have you ever encountered the whole mindset concept as before to doing the whole podcasting before? I think it's helped. Um, I don't think I thought about it per se before I started this, mm-hmm. I, I, I would easily say that where my podcast has gone right. is more likely because of how I see things. I've always been extremely open-minded to just about anything, right? Gotcha. Even if I don't agree with it, I'm, I, I'll listen. You know, I, at the end of the day, I'm like, eh, you know, it's not for me. I, cool. For you, that's fine. For me, not so much. Um, 
So in terms like that, I think that's, again, because a, a main chunk of what mine is, is talking with people from all over the place, different backgrounds, different religions, upbringings, cultures, traditions, all that kind of stuff. So we have still that same humanity, that same connection that we can all relate to. But I'm sure if like if, if we were to tell each other our whole story, there'd be a lot of stuff that I did that that person didn't agree with and a lot of stuff that that person did that I don't technically agree with. It, I mean, it's not going to like turn me off from, from wanting to speak to them. And, you know, that's a lot of stuff, especially when you when you're speaking to people from outside of your own country, what whatever country it is, you know, the, um, the like I said, the culture and just certain stuff that you do, like mannerisms is it's just going to be different. That doesn't mean it's any any worse or any bad. So I, I feel just being open to at least listening. You know, you don't got to agree with everything. What do you do if you don't agree with it? But just right. be open to listen, observe, and that helps you learn. Because even if you don't agree, like who's to say later on, something I learned from him or her might come up, you know, a year or two later. I was like, I, I remember him, you know, that person saying something, exactly. you know, and, and and that I think that that's definitely another thing as well. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Like two years later, or even two hours later, oh, remember yeah. that person say like, what? Mm-hmm. And then some of the some of the podcasting interviews that I've done, I was like, some of the individuals have, for me, it's been mm-hmm. so inspiring and motivating. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then after listening to their story, it's like, I am not even doing 1% of what that person has done already right? in their life. It's like, exactly. what? Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, I agree with that 100%. It's like I'm makes you, you wonder there. like I like what like one of the example one of the, uh the guy named Craig Dias and he was like a homeless person literally mm-hmm. living on a street and he turned his life around and mm-hmm. became a multiple uh, had has a multiple different um, six figure uh, businesses, yeah. and and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool on his own. Yeah. And then he continues to tell the story that after he was uh, running his multiple businesses, that he had to go to dialysis for seven or eleven mm. years, something like that. I'm yeah. like, wow, I have no excuse. Like he, this right? person is running not just one business but multiple one and going to and came, medical condition. Came- and, Came from nothing. Came from, like you said, being homeless. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think that to, to kind of jump on the homeless thing, I've, I've always been that guy when like I've, I'm always, I'm very curious about just about anything that I see out there. Right. And I was talking to my wife about it about a week or so ago. And like, I would love, and, and I'm wanting to hopefully implement this at some point, but I just got to figure out about how to go through with it. Sure. But like with homeless people, Anytime I'm driving somewhere or I see when I'm like, I've always, what happened? You know, where did that life turn to go to the direction it's gone? You know what I'm saying? Um, something, stuff like that's always fascinated me. You know, like, like what, what was that catalyst that started all that? Um, and in terms of that guy, that just shows you, like you said, the resilience um, if you if you're like that's that's rock bottom. That's about as rock bottom as you can go. Yep. So from when you're rock bottom as rock bottom gets and still alive, and then you still go up yep. and up and up and up to a six a six a multiple six figure. You said too. Yep. Like 
what what do we have to complain about, man? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now, like, like, I I, I hear yeah. other people like, oh, I don't have a nice mic, or I my found my voice doesn't sound that. I'm like, really? That is not an excuse. Right? Like a exactly. horrible excuse. Exactly. Like, just, just just shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? just yeah. Just like, shut like, up with this. Yeah. We all have a bad day, but to to and multiple examples like that. You see all all the time now. Of, yep. People hitting their worst, their rock bottoms, and making it out. And then, you know, we, we wake up and, you know, we bump our car and, oh, my day's ruined. Really? Is it, though? It sucks. I, get, I, get, I understand that. But is it ruined? Is it ruined? Right. No, no, it's not. Right. So, <laughs> all right, let, me, let me ask you this. Speaking of the same, same, same track, why do you feel that or no rather feel, whatever you want to pick, that mm-hmm. – some people can start a podcast, whereas other people just keep on thinking about it. That's a good question. Um, I think that I'm going to assume because I don't. I'm not gonna say I know. I assume and I feel sure. that it's just people being scared, like like not. See, how, how do I word this? Like I, I've I've always been very fairly confident in myself, right. but I also have doubts, right? Obviously, everybody has doubts, right? But I've never let those doubts hold me down. You, you could say, right? I've always, even if I have doubts in something, like even podcasting to this day, I'm like twenty five episodes in, almost at thirty at this point. Right. And every now and then, I'm like, should I keep going? You know, like I'm I've. I'm progressing. I, I'm getting better in my opinion. But at times even I'm like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Like, w- like what's keeping me? And then I'll have another guest and I'm like, that right there, that right there is keeping me. And so for me, for me, it's to hop back onto the mindset thing. I've always had my, my, my brain's always worked to where if I, if I think something's not going to work out, right. I'll make an excuse N- not to end something, but to keep going. So one of the ones I do with the podcast is if this one's not going to be that great, I might think about stopping. Right. So I'll, I'll talk to a, a, a country and beforehand, I'm like, I, I, I don't know if this one's going to go well. Right. And then going through it, I'm like, oh, OK. Yep. Nope. I was wrong. Here we go. Okay. Right. And that that keeps me going. So I'll make. I don't know if it's necessarily an excuse, but that's that's kind of how it works for me. True. Is I'll make an excuse to that I know I'm going to hit right, so it's really just a fake excuse, but it, it tricks my brain in to keep going. And like with podcasting, I think if you just start, just start it. Like e- even if you got to pull a friend to hit record and walk away, and now you're stuck. You know, you're stuck. It's recording. You're on camera, bro. You better get going, man. You better get going. Because sometimes that's what people need. They need to be essentially thrown into the fire, you know, because I'm, I'm like that sometimes if, I, if I'm required to learn something new, right. don't give me like a, a long time table to get it done. I need a short window because in a short window, I got to cram everything in. and I know it has to happen. Right. I know in order to pass or fail this thing, I need to get going right now. So you throw me into the fire. That's when I'm. I, I work my magic right there. 
All right, that's when we look at it. Throw me in the wire. It's like yes. sink or sink or swim. That's all. You got mm -hmm. no other option. That's awesome. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Exactly. Like Sometimes you know the another way to look at it. The way I look at it when I first started the podcasting thing, the first a few episodes I recorded it, and then I listened to my voice, and it's like, mm -hmm. oh my god, I yeah. sound horrible. <laughs> Like I don't sound like oh, yeah. that. Like and, you normally sound, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then I quickly discover is like normally I don't listen to my own self. Mm. We always yeah. listen to somebody else's voice, but never mm -hmm. your own voice. And when you actually hear it, it's like, holy crap. Who is sound. that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like what? And then that's what I did for like four or five episodes, just record it, just getting used to it. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Doesn't matter Let's if go. my if my voice sounds great or not mm. to me, but as long as I'm helping other people, that's all that mm. matters. Because then I took to the analogy, you're like, hey, if I go to get my car fixed, the mechanic mm. who's fixing my car, he's not gonna look great, but he's yeah, gonna right? fix. He's, he's gonna, gonna do gonna the fix. job exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, so that's how I was. That's how that's how I got over. I'm like, let me rephrase this to say, if uh, take mm. my car to the mechanic, the mechanic doesn't look really all that great. But if it fixes my car, solve my Who problem, cares? and hence exactly, exactly. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna move forward. So tell me about your podcast. What is it about? What do you guys talk about? Or you know, things of that nature. Well, I started it. I, I remember. I remember the day it happened. I was at work. And I got done listening to a podcast. I don't remember which one it was. Okay. But the views that were being expressed on that episode were similar to what I have, but a little different, right? So I was like, well, I think I can improve that, right? And anytime I watch a podcast or learn something, I, I tell my wife, I, I'm always talking to my wife. Obviously, you should, right? <laughs> um, but... I'd be like, hey, you know, so-and-so said this, but I think it's this. Or stuff that's going around in the world, right? We'll, we'll discuss that at the same time. And I remember being at work one day, and I was, I texted her, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing, doing this, starting a podcast. Do you, do you think that's something that might be helpful or, or, or is a good idea, is I think how I worded it. And she said, yeah. I think she said she was thinking about it as well or, like, mentioning it to me. Okay. Um, but so I started and I started it like, again, I think I started it in March, I want to say. Um, and I started it just to express my views on stuff that was on my mind at the time. Right. So it would be like in a few segments and I would talk about a certain topic that interested me, whether it was something serious like, you know, politics or something ridiculous, like a funny commercial I saw that day. You know, it was a little bit of that. And then it evolved into when the George Floyd incident happened, right. it evolved into talk more about that. Cause again, I'm from the South. I, you know, that's racism's a heavy thing down here, whether they want to admit it or not. Yep. Me being white, I've never firsthand experienced it, but I've seen it tons right. of times. Right. So I, I felt kind of, like I needed to stand up for for what I believe in and my friends who have experienced that firsthand because kind of like, you know, it's, it's it's it makes no sense for one. Let's let's go ahead and put that out there. That whole thing is I, I don't want to I don't want to get make your podcast all like dreary and whatnot. 
But it makes no sense when, let's say, I'm living in this house, right? right? My neighbor next door happens to be black. We grew up together, uh, same school, same everything. His upbringing, though, and the, his life experiences are totally different than mine. Yep. We grew up next to each other all, all, all our entire lives. But it's totally different because of, you know, how we were born. You know, he was right. born black. I was born white. It shouldn't be like that. So I felt I needed to try and shed some light on the good the good aspects of. But basically that there are there, all of us down here aren't ignorant, you know, racist people here in the South. So I kind of went to that and I wanted to showcase that is it's wrong and all that kind of stuff. And I had t- reached out to a few friends right. who were open enough to come and discuss their life bringings and how they've dealt with racism growing up to shed some light on that. to some of those people, you know, have that white person, black person conversation. Right. Um, and from there, it also evolved into that. That's the way it started to evolve into the whole cultural like see it from not just an American side or a Southern side, just worldwide, how depending on where you're from, you can, how, how you grow up to be. Right. And I just, I fell in love with that. So it my my, if you watch my show from beginning to my latest, it's changed three different times. Hey man, <laughs> I, that that's that's a good thing because you know yes. where you started from is not mm-hmm. where you are now, and where yes. you are right now is still a starting point to where you mm-hmm. want to go. Oh yeah, oh that's yeah. How I, I look I, at I it. have some things in the works that to take it, you know, change it up again a little bit. Yeah, right. And you know, the, the, I'm so glad you brought that up. The whole story about the, you know, the Floyd part of it mm-hmm. because the beautiful thing about podcasting is. You could literally have a podcast about any topic that is dear into your heart or you mm-hmm. feel so passionate about. Oh, yeah. Which is an amazing thing to do, you know, because you have a mm-hmm. podcast about that. And I just had an interview with another gentleman who has a podcast about bedtime stories. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. That is such yeah. a good, that is such a great yeah. and amazing service because, you know, the kids having a hard time going to sleep, right? If you don't want to read, you put on a podcast and all yeah. they go to sleep. Like, Yeah, that, that for sure. Cause, because anybody can do it, right? there's a podcast for everything, essentially. I'm sure if you, if there was like a, a podcast search engine, you could type in anything and there, there's at least one person out there talking about that. Definitely. Yeah. You know like what? Really, stitchings of a pillow, stitchings of a pillow podcast. There's one out there. There's one out there. I am sure because the <laughs> one that really tipped the iceberg for me is like when I heard that there was a podcast about how to take a shower and relax. I was like, what? That reminds me, there was one about public restrooms. It was essentially a travel podcast. But all it focused on was public restrooms that this person has been to in all, all the countries. And that's it. It wasn't really on landmarks or beaches or anything like that. It was on the different styles of public best, uh, restrooms. I'm like, really? And I listened to it. I had to listen to it. And it was, okay. I mean, I, I can kind of see this. This is interesting. <laughs> like, All right. You, you got a new listener, man. 
Right, yeah. definitely. You know, it's just like a few people who listen to this show right now, and you're like, I don't know if I should create a podcast or have nothing crazy about it. If you can create a damn podcast mm-hmm. as a public restroom, I'm sure you can find it for yep. an, a good topic that you have. Whatever your skills, mm-hmm. whether it be a plumber, a photographer, or yeah. even a podcaster, or you know, whatever, it doesn't really matter. You can literally create a podcast about anything. Anything, yep. Anything. And if, speaking of creating, how do you create a content for your podcast? Do you do a solopreneur, meaning you yourself and that's it? Or do you do the interview base or you do combination or what, what is the format of your podcast? It started out solo. It definitely okay. started out solo. I think the first four, maybe even five episodes were solo. Okay. It started to turn more so into interviews around George Floyd. Um, I, I think my first one was invited my childhood therapist, who happens to be a black guy, business owner, has his own practice, and, you know, talked about the situation with him. Right. And then he reached out to other people and so on and so forth. But every now and then I'll go into back to a solo. So it all depends on what's piquing my interest at the time. I, I plan and schedule for interviews. Obviously, you got to do that. Right. But like if I get home and hey, this is, you know, something interesting to me, I'll just hop on. And if it comes out cool, all right, there it is. That's a new episode, I guess, you know. It all depends. It all depends. You, you <laughs> do it right on the fly? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. It's like you just no, little those, rip. Those are probably some of the worst ones, but yeah. <laughs> There's no planning involved at all. So you know, so, so, sometimes they are really, really, really good where you're like, holy crap, I actually said yeah. that. I didn't even realize I could say things like that. That has happened to me. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Oh, the, 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 or, or like I'll record one, like a guest one, right? I'll record it. And afterwards, I'm like, eh, you know, I'll, but then I'll like for me again, I go and I do editing, add pictures. Sure. And so you have to listen to it again. And at the end, I was like, yo, that was really good. That was really good. Like hearing it a second time, I'm like, no, I like that one. I definitely like that one. Cool, cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, I'm telling you, there's a whole podcast experience is like life changing mm-hmm. for me. I don't mm-hmm. think I will ever stop, and that's why you know I right. got fully invested into the whole thing. Got yeah. my own little company and everything going on. So tell me this: uh, when you are looking to interview a guest. What are the things that you look for that you feel like if I have X, Y, and Z, that's going to create really, really good content for my mm-hmm. audience? Well, normally when I reach out, especially nowadays, the biggest thing is for them to be from a different country, right? Because, um, again, I like to learn about people from other cultures and other areas of the world. One of the most difficult things I've run into is because I only know one language. I only know English. Right. That's not what all everybody in the world speaks, right? So I have a hard time finding English-speaking guests from other countries because um, I'll, I'll have a huge love of Japan. The, the uh, Japan episode I finished editing today just happened to be with a lady who's originally from America. Um, if I was, I could, I could probably eventually, I hope to eventually find someone born and and raised in Japan, but I think that's probably take a little bit more searching to find one that's 
fluent enough in, in, in Japanese, or excuse me, in English, and that's willing to come on. So I think really the only thing I, I'm looking for right now is the the fact that they're from another country and speak English at this point, honestly. Okay, cool enough. So how do you go search for these people? Well, on, um, you know, Facebook has that uh, podcast group, uh, guest connection, collaboration stuff, where you just post, hey, be, I'm looking to find a guest, and I just mentioned somewhere from another country, right? And through that, though, through finding those guests and having those guests on, a lot of them have connected me to others, you know, through networking. Like John, the uh, one of the brothers from Liverpool, connected me with a guy from Cornwall uh, that I'm doing tomorrow morning. I had one with a lady from Serbia, which is another one I, I absolutely enjoyed doing. And she connected me with three people, I think. One from Tasmania, one from South Africa, and another one, which I think is next Monday, from the Netherlands. So... It's a little combination of both. It's a combination of getting into those groups and, you know, specifically asking to have a find a guest from another country or going to those I've already spoken to and be like, hey, if you know anybody else, let me know. Send them my way if they're willing to talk. Right. Uh, that's pretty cool because, uh, first of all, more power to you trying to do the whole international thing because as you and I both know, doing the international uh, booking or interviewing, mm. the time zone it just oh. kills you. Yeah, it does. I, it kills you. Luckily, with my with my regular job, I switch between days and nights. Okay. So sometimes I'm up at 3 in the morning anyways to get ready f- to go back to work the next day. So that kind of helps out. You know, if, if, I were, if it was a regular 9 to 5 job, It'd be a lot, a lot more difficult to speak with, you know, I had one lady in the Philippines, so that's 12 hour difference. You know, my, my Japanese one was 13 hours difference. Um, it would have been a lot more difficult if I just wasn't normally up at that hour sometimes. Right. That definitely makes a yeah. while. Because I've been to a few situations where it's like 13 hours to like 18 mm-hmm. hours or 16 yeah. hours. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, right. Like, do do I stay up that late? Do I get up that early? You know, yeah. I stayed up like one o'clock in the morning, eleven o'clock at night, or six o'clock in the morning. Like, I did all crazy things. It's all yeah. because you know we love this thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, like I, I know in you know me and my wife's bedrooms right over here. And I'm like, babe, I like I got one at night. I'm gonna try and be quiet. Um, sorry, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it definitely helps to have a you know a good significant other who is like oh, yeah. I understand, but I hate you, but I understand. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I want to kill you, but I understand. Let me sleep. <laughs> I totally feel your pain, you know. Yes. Oh, all right, so so let's talk about switch gears on so editing part of your mm-hmm. post production. Let's just say, do you do a lot of post production nowadays, or compared to when you first started? Because obviously, everyone who oh. started, they're like, "Oh my god, I need this thing to be perfect. It needs yeah. to be amazing." The very first episode, and they spend like good eight, ten hours. I did it myself, so I know. So, how about yourself? I think I was the opposite. Oh, I cool. started with very little, mainly because I didn't know how to do any of it, right? And then I just started learning. I have a few very tech-savvy friends that I would ask, like, hey, I want to do this. Can you show me how? And right. they'll send me links or, or, or walk me through it. 
And so I've just slowly been picking up little by little. Like I remember, I don't remember what video it was, but when I learned how to throw up a picture in the video, I was so excited. I was like, ah, yes, this is so cool. You know? Um, so I'm still learning. I, I, I have a lot to learn in that. Okay. Um, I, I, like, I don't know anything about the audio editing aspect of things besides, you know, deleting stuff. Right. Um, so I'm all, I'm constantly on YouTube, you know, trying to figure out, Hey, I want to do this. How do I, you know, finding some kind of, some kind of tutorial on how to do whatever I want to try and implement. Right. All right, cool, man. I'll tell you what, you're doing one thing right because no matter how good or ahead in life you get in terms of podcasting, you mm -hmm. always continue to learn, which yes. most people just once they learn something and yeah. they just stop. Oh, no. no. That's like a horrible, horrible way <laughs> to do things, you know? If you want to grow, because yeah. especially in the technology world that we are and the whole podcasting mm. thing, you know, every single thing, every single day, something is changing. So you got to keep mm -hmm. up with it, which is a good thing because yes. you get to learn new things and amazing things and things you never mm. even thought about it. So. Yeah, because so I know. Go ahead, oh, just, go just, just to add on one little thing. I know with the with the friends I've spoken to that I still keep up with to this to this day, like John, uh, Lex from Serbia, and Umvesh. Uh, if they update or they throw out a new podcast and it has some, I'll watch it or listen to it, and it has something like, "Ooh, hey, hey, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? Uh, sh show me how you did that, man." You know. So anytime I see something new, I reach out to that person. Like, hey, man, how do you get out to work? I, I want to know how to do that for my next one too. So yeah, always learning something new. Yeah, man, that's the great also too. Have a network of your friends yes. who are also podcasters. You help them, they help you. In turn, mm -hmm. both of you guys grow, exactly. or a team of you grow at the same time. Mm -hmm. Rather be like that person, like I don't want to say my secret. Yeah, I'm not yeah. telling you. It's like whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, exactly. And, and those are the people they. I feel like they never get ahead in life because they yeah. want to be so secretive. And the most successful people that I know, they're like willing to share pretty much everything. Mm. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Right. So tell me, where can people find you? A little bit everywhere. <laughs> um, I got a YouTube channel, Reds Ramblings. So you can find me on YouTube for the video versions of all my uh, shows. And then search Reds Ramblings on, you know, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere of that. I got Twitter handle and Instagram at Reds Ramblings one you can find me on there and follow that. But everything else, just Red's Ramblings. Red's Ramblings. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man. I love that name of Red's <laughs> Rambling. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, I don't have a certain niche, you could say. Okay. I just, whatever's on my mind that I find interesting, whether it be music, you know, technology, religion, cultures, anything. I'm going to ramble about it. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. Cool. I, I love it, man, because that way you're not strict to only one mm -hmm. industry. You could jump mm -hmm. around and then go yep. somewhere else sideways and all that stuff, So, which gives you a lot more flexibility. Yep. And, and if you think about it or not, you in turn become a lifestyle entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, God, don't put that label on me. Oh, that's putting a lot of pressure. Don't. People shouldn't follow me, man. Not like that. <laughs> I'm still very new to all this. 
Yeah, but you're getting your feet where you think about it. Like I, I myself is the life of the entrepreneur because I first started my business in photography. Then I mm-hmm. mastered that, taught other people, jumped onto web development, web development into fitness, fitness into podcast things, like four different businesses. And yeah. then every single business that I actually went into it, it was like I literally scratched my own itch. I mean, I like I needed something, I couldn't find it, and I went and did it, and then that was it. And if you think about it, you're doing the same exact thing. You rambling about something you are passionate oh, about. Oh, yeah. So it's exact, exactly the same thing. So you are, my friend, is a lifestyle entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, man. Can I, can I ask you one question real quick? Sure, sure. Absolutely, yeah. On, on all that you just said, do you find, because you said you started with photography, mastered that, branched off into this and that, right? Mastered all those. Are you one of those, because I'm this type of person, are you one of those, you start something, obviously it's scary. You don't know how it's going to turn out, right? But then you master it. Then you get bored, essentially, and you're like, ah, I need I need a challenge. So you find out like, oh, I like that over there. Let me go try that. And you start it. And when you start that new thing, again, it's scary because you're like, well, I just I just left this, which I was on top of the world of. I was good at it. And now I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm learning. And then, you know, a few months, few weeks, years, whatever it is, you're on top of that as well. And then you get bored again. You're like, eh, I need I need another challenge. And every time you essentially get bored of something. You're just like, I need a challenge. Let me go here. Let me go there. Let me go there. You know, it, it, it seems like that's kind of about the same as what you do as well. In a way, but mm-hmm. slightly different. Okay. Like for example, let me tell you a story about myself, like how I got started or whatever. So for me, I started my photography world mm-hmm. where I just got a my digital camera for a Christmas mm-hmm. present and I literally just fell in love with it. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm going to, I love this thing and we'll take pictures and then family pictures and then family member told hey mark is a professional photographer yeah. and then he can't take your pictures and then one day i got a call hey we want to hire you to take our family mm. pictures i was like what you want to take yeah. i'm gonna pay me to do that so yeah. it's like an accidental success yeah so i was like all right at the time i didn't know what the hell i was doing i literally didn't know what i was doing i was scared out of my mind like uh, i'm not a professional like everyone goes to it yeah. I am not a professional. I'm not an expert. I just have a camera and I don't know what I'm doing, like literally. And then when I went there and literally went in there to take a picture, believe it or not, people will vote for you if you show compassion and passion mm-hmm. about what you oh, are yeah. as compared to your technical technology, yes. technology, 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 techniques, and all that thing. They will mm-hmm. care less about that. Because yeah. if you think about it, who are you doing business with? People. If you mm-hmm. can understand how people feel, think, and learn to fulfill their needs with a smile, mm-hmm. everything else, everyone else can forget. And that's oh, what yes. I learned in photography. I'm like, wow. My first gig, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just like, oh, okay. I went into this uh, f- uh, Friend of a family went into the house and took a picture. And the mm. first time I'm going in there, like literally, they're like, hey, how you doing? Like there's somebody <laughs> coming in with a smile. Like you already setting the mood up like, hey, this guy is pretty cool. Yes. So I went in there and then literally I just, in my mind, I'm like, these people are my family members. Mm. And I'm going to treat them the same way with mm. the same respect and same care. And literally that's what I did. And they felt like they felt the connection, the energy. And then the pictures were like, if I think about it now, they were average pictures, but that didn't matter. Yeah. It's the relationship mm-hmm. and the memories you're creating. So that was the photography. But then after that gig, I actually went in there and 
took some courses about photographing mm -hmm. uh, people, the lighting, the whole nine yards. Yes. And then I went to the portrait, the wedding, the fashion shoot with the whole nine yards. I was doing all of that without ever owning a website. And the reason yeah. why I got into the website world because I got tired of taking my wedding books and showing to people like literally yeah. I was physically doing that. And that oh, yeah. So then I went into the website world like I need to get a quick website because I don't have it. While I'm running my photography business, I need a website. I don't have a website. So I went in there and talked to somebody else like, hey, we're going to charge you about 10 grand for a five page website. I'm like, what? Yeah, what? Like, what? <laughs> I was no, like, uh, yeah, this literally. So I literally taught myself how to do that. So about three months mm -hmm. into it, I was so excited because I created yeah. myself a very own web page that says mm -hmm. "Hello World." <laughs> there like, you go. There yes. you go. Yes. So yeah, and then I started dabbling onto it, and then same thing happened with my photography business. What happened to? Uh, it happened also in the web development. Hey, Mark is a web development. Go hire yeah. him. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. So basically, it was a transition into another. And I was doing my photography as well as my mm -hmm. web development business as well. So it wasn't like I left it. I didn't yes. leave it like yeah, yeah. Eight, eight years ago, whatever. So so in a way, if I what I did was like went into the business and actually fell in love with it. And mm -hmm. then if someone would pay me or not pay me, it wouldn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. And then it's just that you know, I just continue on and on and on and on. And then the whole fitness world, how that happened, that was an interesting story because sitting behind a computer, all of us does that, you know, oh, yeah. and as eight to 12 hours. And then you mm -hmm. sooner or later got to oh, put yeah. on a weight and get unhealthy. We're and not getting energy. any younger. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Right. So. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I need to do something about it. And I finally yeah. went to the gym and they're like, if you continue and then let me just stop right there and go back one step. And I was like, my regular meal was extra large pepperoni pizza with two liters of soda and 10 wings. And? And? Sounds and, good to me. What do you mean? That's and, heaven. <laughs> that's heaven. That's one meal and I have four more to go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, that was my lifestyle back then. And then I went into the gym and then talked to uh, one of the trainers. Like, if you continue on this path, you're literally going to cut 10 years of your life. Oh, yeah. Definitely. For sure. I didn't know. I didn't know. So I went in there and tried a whole bunch of diet. And what the trainer suggested, it worked for like two, three weeks, most yeah. month. And then it stopped. And I was like, mm. you know what? I got to figure this out. I already did it for two different businesses. And I'm not mm. trying to do the business. This is my lifestyle. Like, this is what yeah. I need to do. If I'm not here in this, in this world, I am not going to experience all the wonderful mm. things the world has to offer. So yes. I created my own little system. It's called, uh, you know, uh, let's just call it a 12-week body challenge where I literally, it's so simple. What I realized mm. is that if you follow a specific diet, doesn't matter what diet it is, whether it be carb, yeah. whether it will be a protein, whether it will be a bacon eaten, and there's also, believe it or not, alcohol diet. I am not even oh, making yeah. this up. No, I'm I know. Not. I know we talk about. See what I mean? So it's like it's not even making this up. I, yeah. I did that for about two weeks, and it after that it just didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. So so finally figured out like okay, if I eat a specific kind of food, I mm. will be allergic to what I used to eat a week later from now on. And I cannot mm. eat that food. So I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm not doing this because what I now do is what I have been doing and, and seeing the result is like buy a food skill mm. and then whatever food you want to put on it, you yeah. put it on it and you eat X amount of grams and that's it. So yeah. your body will never be allergic to any food and also you will not be 
having any kind of cravings. If you want to have a sweet, you put it on a skin, mm-hmm. you can have your damn chocolate cake if you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta have the cake, man. Gotta have the cake. Yeah, that's what I say. So it's like whatever you want. So that's what it is. So that helped me went from uh, from 42 pant size to like 34 and from 2XL mm-hmm. to medium size. So that was like life changing oh, yeah. for me. Both, both me and my wife used to be over 200 back in the day. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I know a little bit. I know a little bit about working out and all that kind of stuff. Not yeah, a lot, I, but. I, I was at 270. So, yeah. Really? Was, I was 232 at my heaviest. Oh, yeah. And now I'm like 140. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's definitely a life changing style. You oh, know yeah. What I mean, it's like some people like, especially, especially the damn New Year's resolution ones. I hate those mm. people because they yeah. were like going there for a week and then you never see them. Like, yeah, you never see them again. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, the NCAA question, like lifestyle entrepreneurs, like people who go in there, basically they love it. They create a business out of it, and that's I, I feel that's the way to do it because when you love something, you create mm-hmm. a business out of it. It doesn't feel like you yeah. are working, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, people will see that passion. Oh, yeah. I agree there. Yeah. If, so, yeah if, I, if I can make this in, into something like that, that'd be... Why let, not? Let me, you know, let me, yeah. let's, let's do a case study because I love these podcasting, especially okay. with this kind of thing. What's stopping you from making this into your full-time thing not knowing how to go about that honestly okay let's get specific not, not knowing how to go what, what is it that you don't know that you feel like you don't know well for one like my regular job is obviously what's bringing in the money right Wait, I understand. so that leap is the, like that's not a leap i can throw myself into the fire with. You know what I'm saying? You have your regular job mm. and you want to have a side hustle as a podcasting. Let's just who say. Who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? Let's just say. So everybody wants a side hustle, right? So mm-hmm. your side hustle is podcasting. And let's say if you get $500 mm. a month from your side hustle, mm. would that number motivate, motivate you to continue? Oh, 100%. Hundred so, percent. I mean, honestly, a hundred. Like, I mean, I do this for free right now, and I'm I'm having a good time. Right. You know. Yeah, I have doubts every now and then, but again, it's like I said, I'll talk to somebody, and it's like, oh no, I gotta keep this going. Or a country will say, hey, I'll talk to you, and I'm like, oh, you, you're you're from there? Like, like when somebody from Tasmania reached out to me, I was like, Tasmanian devil, Looney Tunes. Yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk. You know. It's, st- it's simple stuff like that. So, for 100%, yes. Right. So, now you know what number you need to hit, which mm-hmm. is $500 a month. Just for now. Just for starting as yeah. a side hustle, right? So, yeah. now we break it down to, like, how do you hit that number? What is it that you're good at? What is it that you can sell or help mm-hmm. people with? So that's why I don't know. I've never really put much thought into that, honestly. Um, cause again, I, it's probably one of the things that's probably holding me back is I'm doing this the way I see it is mainly for me, for right. me to learn. Yeah. I know in, in retrospect, other people are going to learn, especially those who listen are going to learn the same stuff. I'm list, I'm learning as well, right. but I'm not necessarily thinking of it like that, which might be holding 
me back possibly. But then again, I'm also aware of it, you know? <laughs> I will tell you this. Take whatever advice that you, rather not advice, knowledge that you have. I'll put you to mm -hmm. a list. Oh my God, I really love this thing. <laughs> I really do. Because I'm like, I'm like the kind of person who I want to help you, give you 2000% and then you go wrong with it. Because let's say what I normally do is like people who I coach, whatever, right? It's like, hey, mm -hmm. let me put you to this, what I call as a midnight test. A midnight test is mm -hmm. if I wake you up in the middle of the night while you are dreaming about the beach, your favorite drink and yeah. all the wonderful things and I wake the hell up, I'll wake you up and ask you a very specific question. So mm -hmm. for people who are listening to this, this is podcasting, let's just say you want to create something with the podcasting industry, right? And you want to help podcasters. So if I'm like, hey, Red, how do I create a podcast? And first thing you're like, what? 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 Yeah. what? Yeah. And then 10 seconds later, okay, you do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You think you will be able to do that? If you were to tell me to do X, Y, and Z? No, if I ask you, well, how do I create a podcast? If I wake you up in the middle of the night. And would I be able to give you an uh, XYZ answer? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I give me think. now. So, so give me now. <laughs> oh, well, camera, obviously. Camera and internet connection. Or even just a camera, because then you can go to a local library, get the free Wi-Fi hotspot at a park or whatever, upload it from there, and boom, you're done. To get started. It is that simple. You don't, you don't, even, you don't even need a camera. We're doing camera because we're doing video. You just need a microphone. Right, exactly. So if you can help somebody with your advice, if I wake you up in the middle of the night, trust me, that's the skill you want to go monetize on. And how do you do that? You could do it digitally, obviously, or, mm -hmm. and then also you could do it in person as well. So for example, mm -hmm. if you want to try this out, and I highly recommend you should strongly suggest that you should try this out. Uh, I'm sure you heard of a company called Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You no, know, you know, nowadays, because of the whole pandemic thing, they are doing experiences. Meaning what they what that means is like you can be literally sitting on your home and mm -hmm. teaching other people how to podcast and things on the podcast and, and to put things in perspective. People who are living in some other country and they want to see New York City, what it looks like right now. There's a guy who literally takes his cell phone and goes around to sell, uh, New yeah. York City and does that and that gives them the experience of them being there. I mean, that's, that's cool. for Definitely, yeah. Especially because nowadays you, nowadays you can't, a lot of people can't go a lot of places. Right. And there's this, and then they're also an experience where to teach you how to make food and then the mm -hmm. paper little toy things. I don't know the exact name for origami? it. Origami? Guess what it was. Yeah, yeah. Origami. You could learn how to do that online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Airbnb experience. Like, think about it. You can have an experience on how to be a podcast. I mean, it's, it's worth a shot. I ain't got no problem with it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you just think out of a little box and talk to the right people, you'll be like, hey, I like that idea. I'm going to yeah, try that. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I've, I've, one of the things, one of the other things in jumping back to you, one of your previous questions about what keeps you going right. is reaching out to those certain friends that you respect their opinions, right? Right. And they... It's great to hear, hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, I like, I like, I like, I love that episode. You seem knowledgeable, blah, 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 blah. I love, especially when it comes from the people that I respect their opinion. Right. The critiques. Like, hey, this is great. I, I had an issue with this part, right? Or, gotcha. or maybe you could have done this differently. 
and stuff like that is is another thing that that definitely keeps me going because a lot of times I've found that it's stuff I've thought of as well, gotcha. you know. But I need to kind of have that. You needed that second opinion, you know. And he, hearing hearing someone who I respect and value their opinion say the same thing that I've said to myself, it's like, all right, we're doing that. That's it. For done. We're we're, we're gonna go that route now. Yeah. Definitely, man. And then I want to share one more thing with you. If you would you like to become an expert? Hey, while we're here, let's do it. I'll be an expert, I guess. You're, you are you are you are already an expert from somebody who doesn't know how to create a podcast. Yeah, I don't I didn't know anything. I didn't know a thing before. That's what I'm saying. What do you know right now? You're already expert for somebody who doesn't know how to create a podcast. So basically, okay. in order for you to become an expert, you just need to know 5% more than the person behind you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Three to five percent. That's what you need to know. So if you continue, and the way you're doing bad things is you're continue learning every single day. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you're an expert because you know more things about other people. Like for example, uh, let's say if I ask you, how do you promote your uh, uh, your podcast? Oh, uh, put it on fa- definitely Facebook groups, Twitter, and Instagram. One of the big things, is especially with going through different countries. Speaking about different countries, I'll Wait. specifically search for countries that have their own groups or I'll tag in like the tourist center, like on Twitter, right? You can tag the tourist center of that specific country and that way they'll see it as well. So stuff like that, definitely. See, most people don't may not even know that. <laughs> I, well, hey, I don't know if it works, but well, at it least it's in my mind. See cause, what happens. Yeah, because if I'm like the tourist, you know, headquarters of Barbados and this kid puts up a thing and here's this guy from my country talking very highly about the country and all stuff like, hey, whoa, we could use this, you know? Yeah, it makes sense anyways. Right. See, you know it. (laughs) Somebody who doesn't know it, in their mind, you're an expert. Let me tell you that like quickly and I don't want to bore other people with it. So basically, (laughs) you you are an amateur expert and then professional so we have three categories the amateur prof- expert and professional yeah i'm definitely not that last one that's for sure <laughs> but, but you have to be all three of them in order for you to become a professional so basically yeah, I, a- am- amateur is somebody who doesn't know sh- anything <laughs> <laughs> i hope to get to that professional part that'd be really cool Right, that would be and cool. and then the expert knows the knowledge and how, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they may not have the results. But yeah. they know how to get whatever they are process of getting it. As yeah. soon as they find result of what they know, then you become professional, mm-hmm. and that's the journey. It is simple mm-hmm. as that. So know what you know, and then get results, and then have other people create testimony, whatever, and then mm-hmm. you automatically become professional. Like it's that simple. That's the journey. Mm-hmm. any profession doesn't matter at least that's what i have learned running in the four different businesses <laughs> hey i mean you're doing better than i am at that point so i can't really argue against you that's for sure <laughs> right but I'm, I'm like i personally i feel like that i more i learn the more i want to give back that's just my yes. mindset and i like because yeah. i feel like if i give back the more not only just i'm helping myself i have my little inner uh, what you call 
devil in me, whatever, if you want to yeah. call it that. And like, if I help you understand something in that process, I am mm -hmm. learning how mm -hmm. to teach. Yeah. And then in essence, you're learning all the stuff that I know. So if yeah. you want to get, if you want to get ahead in life, go teach somebody else what you know, because you will realize how much you know what you think you know. Yeah, because I know when I started, I was that guy in the forums. Hey, how do I do this? Hey, how do I do that? Asking all the questions. And now, every now and then, well, heck, I, I know how you do that. You know, here, here you go. You know, that I'm answering the questions now instead of asking them sometimes. So I get what you're saying, definitely. It makes sense. Right, yes. right, right. All right, cool, man. And this, <laughs> I can't even believe we're like almost an hour in. Right now. <laughs> I, I felt like I could go for another hour. And sometimes, all man, it just flies by. It just flies by sometimes, yes. Yeah, really. So, all right, man. Well, I don't want to take too much time of yours. So tell me, where again, where people can find you. And we can make sure I will include all of those things mm -hmm. in the show notes. And thank you, first of all, so much for being here. And I will include all your links in the show notes. And we'll go from there. So tell me. Well, Mark, I appreciate you uh, letting me come on and talk. I didn't feel I knew it, anything to speak of, but heck, it seems we made an hour out of me talking about something. So that's been that's been nice. Uh, but anybody can find me. Search Red Ram Red's Ramblings on all your wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm on just about everything. And the main thing, my main channel is through YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash/USAJM. Goodman, my last name, Goodman. Uh, or you could just search Red's Ramblings, but that's the URL. I'm there. All right, man. Seems like I'm in your show, Red's Rambling. Like you <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, I just thank you for being on, on your show, you know? Seems like we have been on your show. This is what you can, guys can expect. This great content, amazing, amazing uh, uh, advice, secrets, hey. tips. Whatever it's you want to call it, it. Ramblings. It's just rambles. That's okay. all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Thanks a lot.